Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back everyone and there is an air of excitement in the air today in the studio because we have a guest so I won't be talking to myself or out into the airways, I'll actually be talking to someone. Over the last few weeks we have been uh, talking about the money masks that we wear and that led me to really think about our behaviour surrounding money and I know we've talked about that a few times when I've looked back at some of the podcasts we've done about human behavior concerning money. And so I thought it'd be a really good idea to invite someone to come along so that we could have a chat to them about this type of behavior. So I'd really like to welcome Leanne to talk to us. Leanne, hello. Hello, thank you for having me. No worries. Um, So look, I think the best way of introducing somebody is to let them introduce themselves. So Leanne, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Of course. Um, so my name's Leanne and um, I am currently in my final year of psychological science um, and I just want to clarify from the last podcast um, about the word psychologist um, in terms of that is definitely where I'm heading and um, I just chose my path quite late in life and so I'm just doing the initial uh, learning first and but I'm really enjoying it and um, I'm a mother of three. Um, learning is definitely an area that I just really, really enjoy in life. And especially I'm finding lately in the area of philosophy. Um, and I just love being surrounded by books and, you know, having too many on the bedside table to get through, but knowing that that is a possibility, always a possibility. Yeah, that's good. That rings a bell, actually, because I also have a few books on the go at any one time. It's just that work, the life in general fascinates me and um i'm always wanting to know more so anyway very good (laughs) you must be very busy having a family of three children and studying and keeping a household in order as well it can be very busy at times um and uh, probably why i'm so fascinated by this area by behavior change and human behavior because you have to learn a lot and you have to change quite a bit as a mother and um and in terms of trying to do everything at yes. the same time. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, let's get right into it. Um, when I uh, did my last podcast, I finished with a quote from Plato, <clears throat> which said, human behavior flows from three main sources, desire, emotion, and knowledge. Do you agree with that, Leah? Uh, look, I think that um, human behavior is an extremely fascinating but quite broad and complex topic 
um, with many elements. Um, but however, we can definitely see the connection between Plato's um, philosophy and money behaviours especially. Um, however, I think that these concepts essentially come from learned behaviours um, shaped by life experience, by belief systems and your inherent values. Okay. Um, even your uh, recent Mask series on the podcast, um, your language was around how childhood experiences affect the way that we spend our money mm. and how people around us influence what we spend and how our beliefs affect our money behaviours. Right. So considering, like you say, who we are as people, I think is really important and recognising that these will prompt understanding into uh, why we behave the way that we do and what underlies these emotions, desires and knowledge. Right. That's really interesting because, of course, <clears throat> people will often say to me something like, you know, why do I keep doing that when I know it's the wrong thing to do and I really want to change? Excuse me. So how, how would you actually answer when somebody says, why do I keep doing it? Well, I think we can um, see this from, especially from the people that we surround ourselves with. Or initially, I mean, behavior itself is formed and shaped by those around us. As a child, we're shaped by our parents or our caregivers. Yeah. And we learn those behaviors from a young age. Um, and after a while, these behaviours um, become automated. And so um, because we've done them so many times and so we naturally head towards certain behaviours when different experiences and situations come up. Right. So it's just basically as if our brain is on auto autopilot right. and when we're in a, a situation, that's when we um, just automatically um, ha produce a behaviour. Right. So that would really, what I found over my years of coaching people concerning their money, I noticed that uh, their culture, uh, their family traditions can be very strong. So that even though they are spending money to their detriment, the culture or the tradition is so strong that they feel it would be shameful to change their spending, even though it's putting them into debt. Sure, I think we can see that um, in many cultures even, and, and even um, specifically in Australia, we um, are sort of defined by um, what we've always done and um, what the world uh, sees as um, the right way to do it. Um, and so we can often be stuck in, yes, um, just continuing those behaviours. And again, it is from, because um, it's very difficult to get out of, um, the, a behaviour that we've been doing for such a long time and we've been seeing people around us do yeah. as well. So we sort of think it's the norm. Yes. Um, and going against that's quite difficult. Yeah. So um, interestingly, I was having a conversation with someone today and uh, they've been going really well in certain aspects of spending um, and then they've just slipped back and they said, I was so disappointed in myself that I slipped back uh, into my old habits and I don't know why I did that but I was able to say um, well you know it's just it's just a one-off you know we're going to make mistakes don't be too hard on yourself let's get straight back into it do you agree is it is it possible to um, slip back into old ways quite easily 
Oh, um, sure. I, I definitely think that is, especially if there's if there's an overwhelming um, sense of lots going on at that time. I think often we can revert back to behaviours that are really cemented um, mm. that we've been doing for a long time. And if we're trying to change the behaviour, then often if it if it has become overwhelming. Um, and there's too many things on the go, we can just revert back to what we were doing or what's comfortable or things like that. Yeah. So I guess having a support network around us is a good idea or if we're making really significant changes and the group of people that normally surround us, they are not wanting to change. So at least having one person that you can go to who's on the same wavelength as you is, is a great support. Most definitely. I mean, I think um, having people around you to encourage you in any in, in life in itself is obviously important. But when you're making a change, you need to have people there that are heading in that direction where the, where the change is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's all about, like, if we consider how we change, it's about changing those autom- automated behaviours into new ones. And this can be difficult, like we've said. It takes a change in mindset and um, and some compromise. Essentially, it is overriding the old behaviours with new ones. Mm. And when we do this enough times, the brain starts to recognise the new behaviour as the automatic one. But this can take time. And obviously, like you're saying, people can slip back into the, uh, into the old behaviour. Um, and, and so it's just... Um, just important to give yourself uh, grace in that and and knowing that it will it might happen but I think there's an amazing researcher called Carol Dweck and Carol Dweck just to make that clear um, uh, she's a researcher in motivation and she she says that the view you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way you lead your life mm-hmm. and and she also speaks of this um, uh, two different mindsets, so yeah. a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Right. And these mindsets, they manifest quite early in life and they determine a lot of our behaviours. And though, and therefore, it's important to consider with any behaviour change the way that our mind is focusing on those and especially like we've been talking about in terms of life experience and our beliefs um who who we are as a person and who we surround ourselves with so um in terms of these mindsets the fixed mindset it assumes that we're unable to change that our limits are um or limits our capacity to think about change. Right. Whereas a growth mindset, it thrives on finding a new way and it knows that there's an ability to change, which, I mean, I think a lot of your clients have shown just by coming to see you. Yes. Um, that, you know, that they want to make changes um, yeah. to their current money behaviours. And so they're, they're looking for ways to change and that shows the initial start of a growth mindset. Yes. So that's really interesting. You're right. Because often I will say to people, the fact that you have come to see me shows that you're ready to learn. Yes. And so I I guess, yeah, you're quite, you're quite right in that. That, That's very, very interesting. Sometimes though, what I do see in a couple is that one might be more willing to change or to see some changes and the other one is a little bit resistant to change. But I usually find that comes out of fear or a, or a misunderstanding of what it might involve. That's right. I mean, I think there's always a little bit of fear surrounding change um, 
and and some people are more willing to change than others. Yeah. However, I think it's understanding why it makes us fearful, and I mean that's sort of heading towards a whole different a whole new topic. Degree. Yes. <laughs> but I think um, in terms of supporting each other through change, it's important to really communicate um, what what might be stopping you from wanting to make that change. Yes. And, and really thinking about it in really small steps. Yes. Because we don't want to, one person might be willing to change a lot of things all at once, mm. um, but the other might want to do it in a very, very um, small stepping way. And I think we need to be conscious of that, especially within a couple or a relationship. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Leanne, for chatting to us. We would love to have you back over, I think, a couple of weeks because... There's a lot for us to go through. It's a huge topic. But is there anything you'd like to say um, just to wrap things up that you feel like you you could have said during what we've talked about or are you happy with what we've said? I know it's huge. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I think there's always more to say. Um, I think that over the coming weeks we can talk about perhaps um, how different stresses um, like you were talking about earlier, affect the way that we change yes. and what we can do about that, yeah. as well as, um, you know, strategies. Yeah, that would be great. Which, how to start. Yeah, that would be fantastic. All right, well, that's fantastic. So thanks for that, Leanne. And now just remind the listeners, if you do have any questions for us that we can uh, bring up on the podcast, just send me an email to podcast at coachchris dot com dot au and we will endeavor to try and answer your questions so thank you very much leanne great to chat to you and we'll talk to you next time wonderful thanks for having me talk soon I'm not the